And welcome once again to another edition of A Plain Answer here at Redeemer Broadcasting. I'm Dan Elmendorf. On the phone line with me today is Dr. Frank Imbarato. Frank, it's nice to have you with us. It's great to be with you, Dan. Thank you for having me. You know, it was some time ago we talked a little bit about um, the missions opportunities that exist for people in the medical world. You are a medical doctor, and um, in our discussion today, maybe first we can kind of revisit some of the international mission opportunities uh, that you've been working on, uh, some of these uh, short-term mission trips. Um, Maybe you could kind of refresh our memories, uh, what you have done and how people have you know, kind of folded in and join you in this uh, wonderful effort of, of of really ministering the love of Christ to others around the world. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate that. Um, I've been privileged and, and honored uh, over the last uh, many years, probably since 99, 2000, to be serving with CMDA, Christian Medical and Dental Association. They're a large medical and dental organization out of Bristol, Tennessee. That's where corporate headquarters are. And there's about 40 ministries within CMDA. And one of the one of the ministries is Global Health Outreach, GHO. And Global Health Outreach is the short-term medical mission arm that sends a team out on an average about one a week, so about 48, 50 trips a year. I've been privileged to serve on uh, GHO teams for... Um, quite a few years, and I've been leading teams around the world since 2005. In fact, I have a, a trip coming up to Nicaragua in May this year, and God has put together a team of 45 of us that will be heading to Nicaragua to serve. And these teams are evangelical. The purpose is to share the gospel and the love of Jesus Christ with the local people. We always work with a national missionary wherever we go. We never go where we're not invited, and the missionary usually does much of the the legwork in regards to setting up the infrastructure. But the purpose is to unify the the local churches, the evangelical churches in the area that we'll be serving, and the missionary will organize the local pastors that might come from 10, 20, 50 kilometers away, and they... Uh, will come set up a clinic site for us in Lomarin Clinic, doing medicine and dentistry and children's ministry and sports evangelism and eyeglasses and village visits and um, home visits and even pastor training when we have the opportunity to bring a pastor or some elders uh, from the local churches uh, to the mission field. And uh, we'll spend a week or two um, amongst them and use all those means to bring the people into clinic to share the gospel with them, to share the love of Christ, as well as to serve their their physical needs. So GHO is a, is a wonderful, wonderful organization that allows us to travel around the world, serve the poverty-stricken people around the world, but mostly it's to allow um, God, through His grace and through the means of medicine and dentistry and evangelism, to grow His church. Mm. And then this March, um, I have the privilege of going back to Macedonia for the sixth time in the last two years. And Macedonia has been a wonderful project God has put together over the last um, two years. We started the 
relationship with the folks in Macedonia about three years ago, and we were invited over to the Balkan Peninsula uh, by a mission organization um, outside of CMDA. It's not a GHO uh, trip or agenda. But we were in Bulgaria and Macedonia, and we met some folks in Macedonia and uh, met a political official there who was really concerned about the existence and survival of their culture and their society after they've come out of communism. They were in the communist bloc and they got their freedom back in the early 1990s. And the abortion rate is up to 50% and their fertility rate is about 1.4 and they're not they're not expanding their population and they, they see a large influx of, of Muslims and the spread of Islam coming through their country and in some areas of the country they're building about a mosque a week mm. so we met this parliament official um, he asked us to speak in uh, about 12 cities in his country over a period of three days and he asked us to speak about pro-life and pro-marriage and, and pro-family and it was so well received that we were asked to come back and um, by the prime minister and, and the president actually we had a, a meeting with the president and they were so encouraged and um, we met with some university leaders and some politicians and some uh, doctors in their health care system and the minister of health in that country asked us to establish a training program for their physicians so we might be able to not just train them clinically in very high-level specialties, uh, the subspecialties in pediatrics, pediatric oncology, pediatric pulmonology, pediatric emergency room, or surgical um, subspecialties, or cardiology, card- interventional cardiology, or rhythms, or interventional cardiology, where they're doing cardiac catheterizations. So many different levels of specialties that they really wanted us to train their doctors in, but the most special thing that they wanted was to, for us to speak the Christian worldview into the hearts of their doctors mm. and to possibly share the gospel with them because they sense that only with the revival of Christianity in their country uh, would they really see a turnaround of what was happening in their country regarding the culture of death and, and communism just decimated the Eastern Orthodox Church in that country and their Christian roots, they were hoping that hearts would soften and, and that the gospel would spread. So it was a tremendous, tremendous vision that the government had for their people and for their leaders. And mm. So very briefly, we've, over the last two years now, have had a physician training program there uh, where we have been bringing over American doctors. Um, Many of these doctors have served with CMDA, Christian Medical and Dental Association, over the years, so they not only know their, their medical um, profession, but they know how to evangelize, they know how to share their testimony, share the, share the gospel message in a, in a very gentle, reverent way. And um, last year we brought a total of uh, 40 over, and it worked so well that the government now wants us to bring 100 over this, this year. And uh, this session uh, starts next week, where one of my friends has moved over there full-time. He's moved over there full-time with his wife and another woman. So we have three people living over there full-time to 
to manage the project, and uh, we're just seeing tremendous fruit, tremendous results. We're not just amongst the healthcare workers, but amongst the politicians, and it's reached out into the into the universities and the medical school. Where we're seeing small groups develop, Bible studies develop, people coming to the Lord, and uh, it's been very, very humbling to see what what God is doing among mm. the people who have a desire to see Him brought back into the culture, mm. unlike some cultures and societies where we're kicking God out of the culture. Yes. Well, this is um, very encouraging to see what God is doing um, in these other parts of the world, um, particularly what you're mentioning here with Macedonia and the, the government themselves, the, the leadership, realizing, hey, um, we know what what communism bred. We know what came from there, our low fertility rate. Now we, we're aborting 50% of the babies. And uh, please come in, um, Christian medical doctors, and, and help us uh, not only um, with, the, uh, with the body, helping us repair the body, but the soul and spirit. And uh, this is, um, reminds, reminds me of more of a holistic method of, of healing for the whole man. Amen. Um, what we're going to do is take a short break. Today we're talking with Dr. Frank Imbarato, and uh, he has been on the program once before. Uh, after the break, when we come back, God willing, we'll talk about some of the local mission opportunities that uh, Doctor is involved with. So stay with us. We'll be right back. A little child she could not afford This beating heart could not be ignored a heart that was beating inside So near to her own She made a choice to place this life In the arms of a husband and wife Who had been praying that God would provide A child for their home We'll be right back with our program in just a minute. Now a reminder that your gifts to this ministry enable us to bring you thoughtful, Christ-centered programming 24 hours a day. Would you prayerfully consider helping us with a tax-deductible gift this month? Redeemer Broadcasting is a 501c3 not-for-profit broadcast ministry. We're entirely listener-supported and have no advertisements. If you would like to help support us this month, and perhaps in the future, our mailing address is Redeemer Broadcasting, Post Office Box 1520, Olive Bridge, New York, 12461. Once again, Redeemer Broadcasting, Post Office Box 1520, Olive Bridge, New York, 12461. Stay with us now for the second half of our program. A choice for love A choice to give She chose to set aside her rights So a child could live She understood there was a prize she embraced the sacrifice When she made a choice for love A choice for love 
And welcome back. You're tuned to A Plain Answer here at Redeemer Broadcasting. I'm Dan Elmendorf. On the phone line with me today is Dr. Frank Imbarato. And uh, the doctor was talking about some missionary activities, very interesting, that were going on in Macedonia. And Frank, did you have any follow-up thoughts on that before we move to the next subject of local missions? Thanks, Dan. Um, one one encouraging um, aspect of that whole opportunity we have over in Macedonia is the fact that the government has embraced it and desired it and, uh, and is funding the project. And it gives us a tremendous opportunity to develop extensive relationships with other missionary organizations over there who have labored for, for decades and decades in a in a territory that has been just wrought with turmoil and uh, existed in darkness for so long. Mm. And uh, it has been uh, just a wonderful, wonderful opportunity to see um, us come alongside of of God's sovereign work there. Yeah. Um, And as you said, it is encouraging. It really is. And um, we're kind of in a place here in America where we... if we hear about the government embracing um, the peace of Christ and the ideals that he brings, it's almost a shock to us. It wouldn't have been 30, 40 years ago, but it is now. But it's uh, it's truly the right direction for that country um, to embrace the truth of Christ um, and to get trained in a Christian worldview. One other last comment, and uh, we can move on to the locals. One of the government officials put it um, quite uh, succinctly, and and it reminded me of of how God uses things. The government official said that in the beginning, after communism, with the onslaught of of Islam coming through, that they they felt intimidated in the beginning. And then that intimidation, after a few years, turned into fear. Mm. And um, now that fear has actually turned into a sense of persecution. Mm. And when she said that, it really reminded me of how the Christian church spread in the book of Acts. That After the martyrdom of Stephen, um, the, the Christians felt persecuted, and it did not stifle the gospel. It actually um, catapulted the gospel into other areas. So maybe God is using persecution there as, as a means to spread his his truth, his gospel, and, and the name of Jesus Christ. And mm. you would think maybe in the United States that, that might be coming. Mm. I do tend to expect that. Um, thank you for that. Um, but speaking here now of the United States and locally, someone might be listening today and say, well, that's all well and good. Uh, the doctor is going to Macedonia and really helping people and uh, soon be going again to Macedonia and Nicaragua in May. But uh, what about locally? Uh, we have so many needs here. Um, and um, <laughs> I can share this story really quick, and that is um, I'm helping my dad uh, because he's older now and making sure he gets fed well in the morning and he comes over and gives him good food. And, you know, all of his all of his health insurance changed because of this so-called Affordable Health Care Act. Mm. And it's been kind of a nightmare to me, just having to go through and, you know, basically rip up whatever he had and, and do it all over again. And then for us here locally, our health insurance changed. And uh, what a frustration. And I, 
I really wish that we could get to the point where um, um, the care, the sincere, loving Christian care for the ill flowed from a Christian heart of love and compassion. And it was like a bottoms up rather than a top down forced upon me. Maybe uh, with that, would you be able to share with us some local mission work that is going on that you're involved in? Yeah, thanks, Dan. And uh, maybe during another sitting, we can we can talk about the, the Christian perspective of the Affordable Care Act and so many of the nuances and devastations that it, that has caused amongst uh, people in, in many areas, especially the right of conscience, um, and what all well, that's going to look like, especially as we become a welfare state, mm. and um, so many people are being added on to um, the, the medical roles. And clearly, we do need health care reform in this country, but it's a matter of how it's being processed and whose whose vision is being followed. Mm. But locally, um, as as a Christian physician, it was very evident that God has called us um, to go and, and make disciples. And he told us to uh, seek out those in uh, Jerusalem and Samaria and Judea and, and to the forest reaches of the earth. And, and as I was doing international work, we uh, do have a local CMDA chapter of the Hudson Valley, CMDA Hudson Valley. We've been meeting and um, been organized for over 10, 12 years now. And we've had local outreaches and Probably four years ago, it was decided that we would form a a clinical outreach, um, not under the name of CMDA, because CMDA, uh, on the national side, because of liability issues, does not um, uh, support or back uh, clinical ventures. But we did, um, under... different 501c3, which we formed, Christ Healthcare Ministry, uh, develop a model, um, a mobile medical model to reach uh, people who were uninsured, marginalized, who were undocumented. And we've developed great partnerships in the local area with the different hospitals, uh, St. Luke's in Newburgh. ORMC in Middletown and Catskill Regional in Sullivan County to partner with us to to reach out to these folks who do not have access to health care and and Christ Healthcare Ministry is the 501c3 marketing um, uh, fundraising component of it. We were denied uh, by Albany the opportunity to have a 501c3 medical non-for-profit because we had to go through some bureaucratic uh, red tape that was very expensive and time-consuming. Sure. um, We are choosing to practice independently outside of any non-for-profit, but we do have opened up free faith-based clinics in Newburgh at a homeless ministry, and we have another one going on in Sullivan County at Ferndale, which is a large farm where we're seeing the migrant workers. And our prayer is over the next several months to a year or two to um, partner with local churches and other ministries to 
reach the local populations who do not have health insurance, who are undocumented, and uh, or who cannot afford um, health insurance. And we're seeing a growing population who who cannot um, you know afford health care, and uh, so that's been a blessing. Um, also locally, I have been privileged uh, for many years now to be medical director of our local crisis pregnancy center. We have a crisis pregnancy center here in one of the neighboring towns, New Windsor. It's called My Choice. It is a care net organization, which is evangelical and gospel-based, serves the abortion-minded and the abortion-vulnerable women. Mm -hmm. Um, Locally, we do free STD testing uh, for these women. They receive the gospel message. We've seen tremendous opportunity to save lives and and Mm. the fruit of um, saving lives and seeing these uh, babies saved from the wretched Mm. abortion have been just very, very satisfying. And clearly we know that there are a lot being lost uh, to the Planned Parenthoods out there and Mm. the abortionists. But uh, we are seeing um, some changes of heart and and that's what's going to Mm. require um, the stem of abortion here, people are going to have to have a change of heart and yes. spirit. Now, Dr. Frank, uh, before I forget, suppose uh, a young lady uh, is listening even right now to our broadcast. Uh, we do cover into the New Windsor area, Newburgh, and that um, perhaps she would like to place a call to uh, your New Windsor, uh, my choice. Is there a telephone number that she could call? Yeah. Phone number would be eight four five five four four three four five zero eight four five five four four three four five zero for my choice crisis pregnancy center and mm. um, the administrator there is Barbara Jennings and she typically will be answering the phone personally. Oh, that's wonderful. And um, later on, in a couple of minutes at the end of our broadcast, we also want to uh, get the number what to what you first mentioned, the Christ Healthcare Ministry, and information about that. So if people would like to support that, um, they can do that also. But um, today on the phone line is uh, Dr. Frank Imbarato, and uh, he's involved in caring for people, and uh, he's a trained medical doctor. Um, but, you know, to have healthy bodies it takes more than just the physical, doesn't it? And uh, I'm just wondering if you can share with us um, uh, that perspective, doctor. Uh, help me, it's more than just the physical. Help, could, we, could you go over that just, just briefly? One of the blessings of being able to share um, your testimony and, and the gospel while caring for patients is to recognize that we are created physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual beings, and so much in primary care does involve a void in people addressing the, the spiritual need of their existence, the spiritual need of their of their being, and, and whether people realize it or not, there's a vacuum in everybody's heart that can only be filled by God, um, and whether they know it or not, they are filling it with other gods, and, uh, other desires, and other things, but it's it's not the true God that we know from the Bible, and 
and it causes so much illness and it causes so much pain and anguish out there between broken relationships or chasing after different idols of the heart and so much of what we see in primary care is redirecting people to their priorities in life and, and what is necessary to take care of themselves in a, in a, in a, in a holistic way, as you say. And I often will give my, my patients a prescription for a Bible or a prescription for them to read a certain <laughs> chapter in the Bible yes. uh, rather than handing them pills or medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, and then I'll follow them up, and um, because there, there's just so much pain and anguish out there from a mental, emotional, and spiritual aspect that is reflected in physical symptoms. Um, so much of the headaches and the stomach aches and the and the neck aches and the tension that we we have in our lives is is because of things that are happening in our lives, things that are happening outside of our bodies that uh, are reflected in symptoms mm. that our body are having. So it's real. Our body are reacting to real circumstances, but it's not a disease process as much as it is a, mm. a circumstantial, a situational process of our body's reacting. Now, Frank, I'm I'm looking at the uh, clock here, and I realize that w- there's so much more to talk about here, and we're out of time already today. Um, what I want to give some time for is uh, perhaps you can describe to the listeners. Um, that 501c3 that you've got going, Christ Healthcare Ministry. And if the listeners would like to participate in helping that particular ministry uh, with a gift, how would they go about doing that? Thank you, Dan. Um, there is no phone number because we are a, um organization that is uh, hopefully going to be multiple site and it's purely volunteer. But there is a website, Christ Healthcare Ministry. If you go to the website, there will be an opportunity there to um, uh, uh, look at it and to um, prayerfully consider a donation. All right, good. So what we'll do is, when this gets posted up on our website as a podcast, um, Doctor, we'll also include the uh, URL for that website in case someone has to um, didn't hear it and wants to follow up. But briefly, it's Christ Healthcare ministry. I want to thank you, Dr. Frank Imperato, for taking the time from your very busy schedule today and sharing with us about Christian health care, both international as well as local. And there's so much that we didn't have time to cover. Perhaps we can uh, get together again and, and talk some more. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate it. Looking forward to coming back. Okay. For Redeemer Broadcasting, I'm Dan Elmendorf. Quick reminder, please join us again next week at the same time for another edition of A Plain Answer.